And a very good day, everyone. Welcome to the Sports and Media Podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Go ahead, Dustin. Buddy. I'm Joe. <laughs> the guy in the middle, that's Dustin. He's back for a, another appearance on the Sports and Media Podcast. Our 53rd, 53rd show. That's hard to say. Wow. It is. So uh, we got a lot of topics to discuss. We're going to throw one out there so the people out there in, uh, in Facebook land can uh, kind of have a little opinion. What is the best month for sports? Now, a lot of people are saying this that October is, and we're recording this in October. Uh, the gentlemen to my left are both saying that it's uh, uh, March because of all the things going on. So, what is it? October or March? Well, now I didn't. I didn't say it is March. I said there's a good argument for oh, March, yeah, and, and I think that Joe and I were both saying the NCAA tournament factors into that. People, uh, you know, people love that first weekend when, you know, from Thursday through Sunday, you turn on the TV. There's a game or two or four on, and 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 I can definitely see that. Um, like you said. With October, uh, the NHL getting underway, uh, NFL in full swing, baseball playoffs starting. I I don't know that I have a strong opinion about this. I'm more of a baseball guy, so the baseball postseason appeals to me. See, and, it's in October, so I, yeah. I, I think October wins just for the, fa- the, the multitude of sports that you can watch right now as opposed to March when it's really two sports. I think it depends where you are. You know, it's... Uh, if you're down in Florida, Central Florida, where I was, if you're down in Central Florida, is that not on? Now, there you go. There a little, you were low. You're there low. you go, trying to block me out. Um, if, if you're, I think it depends where you are, because if you're down in Central Florida in March, you have spring training baseball, which is huge. You have Bay Hill golf and several PGA events are down there at the same time. You've got the high school sports going on. You've got the NCAA tournament, which I think is by far the best sports event in, in the country. Um, yeah, and you also have some, uh, you know, mid-season basketball and hockey and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I, I'm, I like October because I, I'm, with, I'm with Dustin. Is that baseball is my favorite sport, and the postseason is very exciting. Especially, we can talk a little bit later about those uh, wild card play-ins, which I think is one of the best things Major League Baseball has done in decades. I, I, I don't think that. Uh, I, I think October is in the equation. Yeah, it's a good month. There's no doubt. It was just like last night. Is. Uh, there's just so much to watch, other than the, the, the hockey game, which to Dustin, where the, I'm a Penguins fan, and I had to turn it off immediately. What was the score? <laughs> what was the score of that game? I, I'm trying to yeah, what was, what was the score, Joe? It was like a football score. It was like 10-1. to 1. That was horrible. Was it 10-0 or 10-1? We did score one, the Penguins did. Oh, they did? Okay. Yeah, it was, it was 4 nothing before the uh, national anthem was even over. Yeah. <laughs> Too many players were kneeling. That's okay. The Penguins are still the two-time the defending champions. Well, I think the Penguins were a team that uh, – actually accepted their invitation to the White House, so I don't think there was any, any kneeling there. I don't know. I had to listen to the beginning on the radio, so I didn't didn't catch any of that. But, uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, – it kind of stunk for the Penguins to have to play back-to-back nights to get the season started because they just started playing games uh, Wednesday night. So, you know, you got your defending champion. They want to get him on TV a couple times, and, and I get that. But having to play a home game against the Blues and then turn around and fly to Chicago and play another pretty good team, that's asking a lot, especially when you have uh, Antti Niemi, one, yeah. uh, one of the worst goalies in the league on paper last year uh, starting for you. So. Yeah, I think Marc-Andre Fleury was probably in, in Las Vegas laughing at the, <laughs> after the first two games. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about some other things that are going on. I, uh, as we talk about sports and media, a couple of things. Katie Nolan is going to go to ESPN. Yeah. Um, and then the Mike Greenberg show, which is supposed to debut like – 
is in November is now put, being pushed back to at least January now and possibly even later than that. So thoughts on ESPN, who just seem to I, not be able to get their stuff straight right now. They're, they're, they're in a major transition like media is right now. They're trying to figure out what's going on. As far as Nolan, I mean, I guess we'll get to see. I, I know what I don't like. I, I don't like the new iteration that I'm sort of seeing with, with Mike Golick and um, – who is who's he who's with him right now? Is it Trey Wingo? It will yeah, be Trey, Trey Wingo. Wingo, Trey yeah. Wingo. And I like Trey Wingo a lot, but I'm not a real give me a breakdown analysis type person. I want some entertainment with my sports here a little bit more. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I mean, I don't mind it, but I don't want just that. I'm gonna teach Joe to talk into a mic today. There no, <laughs> I don't wanna. Um, I mean, I see both sides of that. It, I mean, talking about entertaining, I think Katie Nolan is super entertaining, and I'm curious oh, to sure, see sure. what ESPN has planned for her. I'm going to withhold judgment on that move until I see how they use her. I thought she was wasted on FS1. They stuck her is in a – anything not wasted on yeah. FS1? Well, that's the thing. Nobody's watching anyway, but especially right. nobody's watching at midnight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They stick her in a terrible time slot. She's – in my opinion, one of the smarter and more entertaining personalities they had, she was just kind of languishing there. So, you know, if ESPN finds a good way to, to use her, uh, like I said, she has what I think are well-thought-out opinions, but she's also very entertaining in the way she she brings them forward, kind of a, kind of a biting wit, which probably isn't for everybody. I think some people it probably turns them off, but I, I, I think it's a smart uh, hire for them as long as they do the right thing with it. Yeah, they got to find something like they do with Michelle Beadle, who's got that great personality and wit, and, and they found the show for her. Can they find one for Katie Nolan? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I think Scott Van Pelt is also wasted late every night. I know they're yeah. trying to make that show. I think he's about the best person they have out there as far as giving a great perspective, being entertaining. Also, he's pretty good at analysis for a couple of different things. I, I, listen, I watched him the other day after the Yankees uh, won that wild card play-in, and I hadn't watched it for, for a couple of weeks, and I was remembered how good he is. You know, he's just top-notch. Yeah, I mean, if Scott Van Pelt wanted to start his own network and just talk about everything for, you know, <laughs> yes, tw- 12 or 14 hours a day, I'd probably tune into that before I would tune into your average sports uh, network at this point. He's, he's just kind of – he's – head and shoulders above most of the personalities at this point because he uh, and i think because he 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 has that combination of intelligence but entertainment value he understands that you know he can't talk over people's head but he could if he wanted to yeah he's, he's very classy he's he's he, he has that where he's not trying to yell and scream and and, and he, he's doing exactly what you said i think he's also i mean Think about this. He, he made Ryan Rosillo a star. And, and, and I think Rosillo is just a, a, a really top-notch person. But it got him his own show where I don't know that people were really drawn to him. Whereas when he was with uh, Scott Van Pelt, he looked spectacular. I, I think that was well said. Perfect, actually. I mean, Rosillo to me is just an average. You know, average, he's okay. There's nothing wrong with him. He just doesn't. He's make, a professional. Yeah, he, he just, you don't. you don't. Go out of your way to find the show. No. Scott Van Pelp, he does draw you in with his wit and intelligence. I miss him in the afternoons. Yeah. yeah. So, um, well, what, what do you guys think about the wild card? Because, you know, before this I wild card it. game, um, people were ripping into it, going, well, if the Yankees don't win or if Dimebacks don't win. You know, they're kicking it off with a game seven. Like, because you guys started talking about hockey. And, well, uh, and I like hockey, but 
Oh my God, their postseason is the worst of any <laughs> of them. That, that well, the NBA, the yeah. first, I'd say maybe the NBA is worse because it's more predictable in the first round. The hockey isn't in the first round, but it's too damn long. I wish they started out with like a one-game play-in. Well, like I, a game seven. What's better than a game seven? Nothing. Well, I think the reason that it's because baseball lies to us about the fact they can't get the games in. If it was going to be the Twins had to win two, to the Yankees win one, and they couldn't start the Indian series, I'm like, they play Monday and Tuesday, they travel Wednesday and play Thursday. So it's just a blatant lie that they that baseball tells us it's not. They could play the games and it would play the the two the two win thing. It would be easy to do. I I don't understand why everybody gets in an uproar. And they also have set dates for the World Series. They don't need to have set dates for the World Series. If the playoffs get done earlier in the NLCS and the ALCS, start the World Series earlier. Sure. They worry about their set dates too much. It's destination viewing for the fans. We will find it. Put the Super Bowl on at 2 in the morning on a Saturday. We will find it. Are you saying that you wish that it was two games the Twins would have to win yes. to one for the Yankees? See, I, I don't like that at all. I, I like, and I'm, as you know, I'm a Yankee. Yeah. But if they lost, they lost fair and square. That one game, because if, if, if you don't, you're like, hey, this is like game seven, but... Maybe not if the Twins win. I think you lose a lot of the excitement from that. Uh, there's there's not so much on the line. You're not so uptight, especially if you're a Yankee fan. You're going, I, you know, after that three-run top of the first, I would have gone, oh well, if we don't win this one, this next one. Whereas that game, I was locked in. I wanted to know. Oh, what I was love going on. the one game. I, I just yeah. say I know that that's part of the reasoning is why baseball says they the can't is because of the time and the dates are not. I mean, the dates don't have to be. Oh set. no, I agree with you completely on yeah. that point. They should they should adapt as one series ends. Boom, get into the next. There's one. nothing like playoff baseball. The last two days have been great just to be able to sit there and watch it. In fact, I'm mad that I'm missing the game right. You know, the games are on right now. I just want to see them. Right, I agree. Do you, Do you think that? I mean, we're three baseball fans sitting here. I mean, do you think the average sports fan feels that way, though? I mean, those games were high scoring and yes, back and forth, that. but they took a long time. They were both on, just under four hours long. Uh, you know, do you think that do you think that loses anything for the person that's just like, oh, there's a baseball game on, I don't really care, but I'll turn it on? Well, you know? that's what I kind of got this October idea for. When you think about baseball, I think in October they're willing to. Because you also, if you get bored of the baseball game, you can turn on hockey. You can turn on the Patriots Buccaneers last night. You can turn on some of the other stuff, then go back. I, I, that's what I think. You go. The sports fan likes to do is to graze a little bit through them, and then you end up watching the baseball because you know it means more than anything else. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter how long they are on to me. I know if you're a young kid and, you, and your mom and dad say you have to go to bed. I remember being that. You got to go to bed at nine o'clock. Right. I wish there were you, you, you know, you, games. But I, I don't know. That's a good question I, you know, I for think Dustin. In October, people are willing to go four hours. Uh, particularly if it's your team, but more so obviously. Oh, sure, yeah. But I think, you know, you're talking about a July game that goes four, four and a half hours. It's like, uh, nah. six, seventh inning. Hey, let's hit the road, beat the traffic, maybe get a pizza on the way home or something like that. I mean, I don't. I, I stayed till the very end. But I, I know there's a lot of fans like that. Whereas, listen, I, I checked out the ratings. The Yankees-Twins games, their game seven, uh, wild card playing, had a 5.2 overnight, which is a 58% increase from the year before. Of course, they had the Blue Jays and Orioles, which aren't as big of markets. Mm -hmm. uh, but here's the thing. In Minnesota, it received a 17.5 rating, which according to uh, ESPN, is the highest rating they've ever had for a baseball game in an ESPN market. Number two was the Yankees that same night with a 13.9. So it's 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 drawing in the fans regionally, yep. but also nationally, a 5.2 is really good for, for a baseball game. It's not Super Bowl good, but you know, 
it's not the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's, it's, a, first on a, it's a first round. Yeah, so, it's a Monday night. Yeah, Tuesday, it's a first round playoff game. And, and I'll counter my own argument by saying that managers handle playoff games a little oh, differently. Well, you see, I mean, yeah. you if the, they had thirty pitchers, they yeah, the pitching the pitching changes come and 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 they they don't hesitate to do it, and that, and that takes time. You know, every pitching change comes with. The warm-ups and the commercial break, and it is going to drag things out. But, uh, you know, that uh, part of the reason that was happening so much was because of all the scoring, which scoring is exciting. So, uh, it is exciting. <laughs> but, but at the same time, I, I would think really good pitching is exciting too. Which I, I'm not, I, you know, when someone has a no-hitter going to the sixth inning. Yeah, I was going to say you finally you finally got a good pitching uh, pitching performance last right. night in the Cleveland-New York game, which was out of the four playoff games, really the first – good outing that anybody's had Don't, i'm wondering i was thinking last night when i see chris sales getting ripped uh, from jose altuve you know he's you know he's like the size of tattoo from fantasy <laughs> uh, but but maybe the best player in baseball you know for god's sake um i'm seeing all these people good pitchers get ripped and we're seeing strikeouts homers strikeouts homers i wonder if the balance has tipped a little bit towards hitting over pitching i mean i think you need good pitching It'll be interesting to see whether or not. What do you guys think? I think, uh, first of all, I think a Red Sox fan would tell you that the home plate umpire had a little bit to do with Chris Hale getting beat up yesterday. I know there was some complaining about the strike zone. Well, I don't Red know. Sox fans always complain. Well, yeah. <laughs> Only Red Sox fans. Nobody. Only Red Sox fans. That's right. I don't know. You know, uh, the people like to say that pitching and defense is the especially pitching in the postseason will carry you but I don't know I I, I see that uh, managers pull their pitchers after five innings you know good it seems to me like a good bullpen and some thumpers is what you really uh, need to get through in today's uh, game and I think that's it I think that uh, the, the hitting is just so good and especially this year uh, you saw a big uptick all season long in power numbers and I think that's what's going to I think the team that manages to hit the ball over the fence the most this uh, postseason is going to be the one that actually comes out of it yeah, yeah. I can be said I think also the sample size right now slow is low with only four or five games being played let's wait to see once we get into this, no, the NLDS is no, no, no. We, we don't want to be on, the hot yeah. take, Joe. You just Come said last on. week you can't stand the hot I take. Know, I don't. But don't. right now, yeah, hitting is so much better than pitching. You know, which if the Braves were playing this year with the pitching they had, that the, we would be already out of the playoffs. You know, <laughs> it'd because, be interesting to see the ratings. You're absolutely right because um, we, 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 none of us are smart enough to know double. You know, tell Joe Girardi or. or Francona, how to how to manage the game, but we do know as fans what we like. Yeah, and if we and if more fans like what we're talking about, then the ratings will continue to go up. Well, and sports this week had a great week for ratings. NFL was up, Major League Baseball's up, the WNBA had their greatest attend uh, greatest ratings ever on ESPN, and they were going up against some go of these. Minis- go Sparks, the Lynx title seven years. So think about that. I mean, it was a really good week for sports. Now it did it cool was. down, and a lot of rain across the country so that made more people watching. But sports viewers, I you know, it almost really just came to the TVs again this week for the first time in a while. One last thing on that pitching versus hitting argument there. I will say if you look at the playoff teams across the board that are in there right now, there's there's not a lot of staffs that really knock your socks off, you know. So so I think you're going to continue I think you're going to continue to see these high-scoring games and uh I, I really do think it's it's going to be 
a postseason is dominated by big, big hitting performances. Yeah, you'd think so with all the home runs like we we're, were talking about there. So, uh, Which, you know, there's a lot of people saying that the ball was juiced up a little bit this year. The Major League Baseball has something to do with that. And it, some it could, wound tighter, maybe. Yeah. It, it sounds like, you know, at least from the, from the reports I've read, that it's just that they're swinging harder at the balls with the trajectory. They're teaching them to swing a certain trajectory, and that's why you're getting more of the strikeouts. Yeah. They're not getting the contact, and because of that, and it could be, you know, there's no doubt it could be year to year. I mean, you don't know exactly what the compression of the balls and such, but I guess we'll find out next year. I think it's a combination of factors. I think that I, I think there's people that have looked at the ball and they have shown that there is a little bit of difference from this year to last year. But I yeah, do, but but. But uh, absolutely, there is a change in philosophy for hitters. They're they're trying to hit the ball in the air more, and so. I think like two seventy, or so, is really the new three hundred. Yeah. Now you hear you hear players talking about it that way, going, "Wow, well, if I can get up to two seventy, I'll have a good season." As long as you have the other good numbers going on. I mean, obviously, on base percentage is, is important too. But. And and that's something that baseball is gonna you know have to think about going forward, or they're they're gonna be facing is is that what people want to watch? Do they want to watch all or nothing baseball or not? You know, I think that might appeal to the the younger fan, more home runs, but also more strikeouts. I think it turns off the old school fan a little bit more. Okay. You know, I listen to my father-in-law talk about strikeouts and how he doesn't want to watch anymore. And, and a couple uh, of our viewers out there saying you can't pitch inside anymore, smaller strike zone, and don't forget smaller fields too. Why can't uh, you pitch inside? I'm seeing lots of guys pitching. Well, they they don't hit them like they used to. Or Bob Gibson today wouldn't wouldn't would be suspended for like half the year. You know, I think is what they're, well, I, most people are thinking. There's been a lot of players hit this year though i mean i, I know it's not oh, yeah but the numbers overall are yeah but i mean clearly but they also stand out you know with the equipment on and like a lot of them do they don't care if they get hit well you know anthony rizzo hangs out over the plate and he doesn't wear any protection some guys are just willing to make that sacrifice right. to cover the inside half of the plate oh, oh, like jeff says i don't know if rizzo would be hanging out that frequently with, with Bob <laughs> he's got a point he well definitely, definitely yeah. has a point on that. yeah i mean <laughs> listen there's not the same kind of head hunting and nailing people on purpose that there used to be in I don't know that that bothers me very much. You know? No, I'm glad it's not. The no, because these players today are so fickle. It would be, we'd be playing about six on six baseball by about <laughs> game four of a series. Because yeah, you know. I, I don't like. I, like last night, I was watching part of the uh, Buccaneers Patriots game, and uh, toward the end of the first half, it there was, was a fight. Yeah, there was Jamie, There was a fight, and the next two plays, the guys on the Patriots. Hit Jameis Winston clearly. It was not one of those. Oh, well, maybe it should have been a penalty. They took a full step and nailed them after that. And really, the second one, I would have ejected someone. That's just that's just uh, not the type of game we want. We have enough players getting hurt. I I don't want players getting hurt. I don't want I don't want anybody ever throwing at anybody's head. I don't want a hockey player throwing punches. And I didn't come to these to watch this. I came to watch a game. Uh, and I and I wonder how many fans like you're talking about are coming for the game. You know, I don't go to auto racing for for the accidents either. I don't go to auto racing. <laughs> you don't go to that. Right, right, right. <laughs> Other topics, uh, we got a couple other. Uh, no, Cam, uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton, yeah. exactly. Uh, was in the news, and he finally apologized last night. Whether you believe it was I an apology. I really wish he had. It, well, it he, seems he, so. Oh, he was dead wrong. I mean, in the in the he, world, despite we, what you said, you were saying you agree with him. 100%. Yeah, whatever. Here we go. Yeah, get me in trouble, Joe. First but, of all, his apology was lame. Okay, he didn't apologize to the the person, the, the aggrieved party. He apologized to anyone who may be. It's the classic of. It's the classic non-apology. I apologize to anyone who may have been offended by what I said. He didn't apologize to the reporter that he was talking to. Uh, you know, it's. 
don't do it at all if you're not going to do that. You know, that was very simply saving the image. You know, I'm losing sponsors. Yeah. I better do but something. But did you see that? Dan and Yogurt dropped him as a, as a spokesman, but they're still paying him. So... That's a great. You know, he didn't get hurt on that one. At least Gatorade what do said we have they're. To do to get that? I don't know something <laughs> like that, but it took, like you know people are saying it took way too long to apologize, and on top of it, it was just it was a really lame apology, and I don't. <laughs> it would have been great if he said, you know, I just I don't think chicks understand you know, <laughs> sports. I mean, that's, I can't believe do they have that, they ever that's run the thing. The NFL. That's the what thing. What the hell do girls know? Stop, girls, get out of here. Because that's what he, I, I I think that's what he was thinking. Well, sure, because listen, be honest, I'd actually go. Would, would you're you, a dumb, you know, you're 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 an idiot here. But um, would would you would he dismiss that question if John Clayton asked it to him? Because listen, that guy doesn't that guy doesn't look. If this is really just a women don't know football type of thing, you know, if a man asks him the same question, does he does he react that way? But look at how unathletic some of the biggest. Uh, some of the most popular NFL reporters are like why 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 do they get a why do they not get treated that way when they ask a question like that? Clayton. I mean, Clayton, that makes me laugh. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it, it was just it was a poor apology. It was a poor statement by right. him. And and, and we and we've talked in the last two or three shows about how female right, announcers are making such headway into the world of sports. Last night, the first uh, African American play by play did on ESPN, and so it was just a really bad timing for Cam Newton, who's, who's kind of you know we kind of have given this guy a break a couple of times. He got in trouble in college for stealing a computer, then transferred and went to Auburn. Then he kind of was a jerk at the Super Bowl. We gave him a pass there. And so now I'm glad that the sponsors and some people are, are calling him to task. Well, and, and I always gave him a pass for the Super Bowl thing because he just lost the Super Bowl. You know, I think people were a little quick on the trigger yeah, there. But that I'm, also has to do with the transgressions in, in college. You know, yeah. the fact that like you said, he he made some mistakes in college. It showed immaturity, though. I mean, I'll, I'll, well, he hasn't I'm, grown I'm up. I'm angry about him in the Super Bowl, but when he didn't do that, it's just yeah, you're immature. You lost, and now you want to just go home and not talk, but when you when you want to, be a professional. What you talk, no matter what, that's part of the job. I do think it's interesting. A lot of the you know a lot of the people who don't like Cam Newton. You know, it's his flashiness. You know, the the way he plays the game, the way he carries himself. That they don't like that, but I wonder. Um, you know, if you drew a Venn diagram of the people who don't like him for that reason and people who agree that, like, eh, you know, why is a woman asking this question? Why do I have to take this question seriously when a woman asks? I wonder, you know, what the intersection there is. You know, he's he's uh, he has sort of alienated a completely different uh a uh, group of sports fans with with the latest thing. He's really kind of running out of uh, running out of friends. Yeah, I, I, I think he'll be if he wins, he'll be fine. People will love him in Charlotte. I, I agree with you. I think there's he's he's angering some other people, but you know, so did President Trump. You know, and I, I mean, not to bring in politics, but I, the only reason I bring that in now is that I think it's reflective of the way things are right now in society. We have the first African American doing this, the first female doing this. We're in a very volatile time right now, and people are both loving that. And reacting strongly against it, like you're talking. Everybody's about that. taking sides. It's going to be about. I think we've got a decade that's uh, going to be quite volatile, and, and it's going to take a while for this country to calm down. And and because when once we start having so many firsts, the firsts are good. If if not, just so we can get it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But well, think, and. Uh, 
But people like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who have been fighting for this his entire life, oh, yeah. now come out with – he had a great quote, and I wish I could remember it. But, you know, we've not made any headway since I started. I mean, that's, how he, he, that's how he's looking at it right now. I think he's wrong. I, I agree, but he – his opinion is he, that's how he sees it, and so that's a problem. There's still lots of problems for yeah. African American, young African American males, and, and 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 women, and you know LGBTQT. I mean, it's, how are we always get into politics on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. You're always, well, like I blame it on your you. bumper stickers on your car. I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, like you said, I think it's just kind of the nature of the country right now. Everything yes. sort of circles back to that, and that's that's where we are. And you know, you, I think, I think uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has has a point you know I, i'm not with it a hundred percent but i do think that we've kind of plateaued a little bit and and you know progressing as a society and hopefully we get back uh back on that upward plane at some point there you go all right a couple minutes left here any other topics you want to talk about appreciate you coming in dustin uh anything you want we'll give you the floor if you get any other topics on your list I, I, you know i had cam newton written down and i had uh, nhl getting started and i had the mlb playoffs so i kind of oj simpson is free and back out of jail on parole in vegas anybody care about that well bills could probably use them <laughs> um <laughs> the Bills are actually good. Yeah, I was going to say the Bills are, uh, as, as a Bears uh, fan, I'm maybe not. The, well, the Bears could definitely use them. Yeah, well, you know, but, you know. Randy Jones wants us to talk about him in Florida. Hi, Randy. How you doing down there? I, I, I think I saw Terrell Pryor was, was uh, claimed that he was. Uh, oh, he was uh, said he was dropped, racially taunted. dropped an N-bomb on him, yeah. you know. and That's why he gave the finger to the crowd, yeah. Yeah, you know, so we, that, that goes into the play that we were just talking about there. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. And, you know, you talked about the whole idea of politics and sports. It's. You know, they're inextricably linked, as we talk about. That's why I think we talk about it. Yeah, know, it's every there every week. week. We, we, the show so, writes itself sometimes because we just have to open up one sports page or one one you know, website, and there it is. What's going on right now? How about one question for you guys? We're talking baseball. We all love baseball. Um, who's the AL MVP? Do you pick um, uh, Aaron Judge, who has 53 homers and hits 284 and has about 110 RBI? It's Altuve without a question. Altuve without a question. Okay, well, why? consistent over the year you had almost an entire what five-week period where judge could into his way out of a paper bag Altuve was consistent the entire year I like consistency over an entire year more than I like hot streaks at the beginning and end I'd have to I'd have to go back and really to tell you the truth go see what the war is for both of them because Aaron Judge carried the Yankees in April and, and September May, yeah and September. Yeah. More so in those first two months because they didn't know who they were early on. I mean, this is a team that arguably could have been 500. And he carried them so much, whereas the Astros had so many other talent. And, I, and again, I love Altuve, and I think he's equal. I think they're both equal. And I don't, I, I'll be curious to see how the voting goes. Yeah, I don't think there's a slam dunk there. I don't really think that you can. I, I don't think you could, uh, you could say it is a mistake. No, uh, no they're both Regardless of who wins. Uh, I think Altuve probably provides a little more value defensively just because he's an infielder. Uh, and because of where he plays. Yeah. Because, because Judge is an exceptional outfielder, throws people out at the plate. Um, he has a lot there. But I wonder if the bias will be he's a rookie. Well, <laughs> yeah. I think, I mean. Not, not that that's the only reason he wouldn't get it, but I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to crawl into the minds of uh, voters, too. You know, they kind of. Kind of pick their own narratives sometimes yeah. too, but it'll be fun to talk about it. I, I wouldn't complain about either one. I think Judge is a great story. But yeah, they're both. And Al Tuvey hit three homers yesterday. It was pretty impressive to me. And it, uh, you know, Judge was uh, he was he was taken either one pick 
the Braves couldn't. I can't remember how this goes. The Braves either picked somebody oh, right ahead, right ahead of him. He's a Braves fan too, though. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. They either picked somebody right ahead of him, or he was picked right before they got it. Ch- I can't remember how it goes. We they didn't missed, even talk about the Braves and they all the troubles they once. have going on. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much of a media story that is, but uh, yeah, things are not looking great. All right, we'll get out of here. Dustin, we'll have you back here in a, in a few weeks again. I'm cool. Jeff. Cool. I'm Joe. And I'm Dustin. Everybody, have a great day.